Great morning, everyone, and welcome to yet another episode of Thank God for Monday. I'm Brother Greg Cellini, the Franciscan Brothers of Brooklyn and Seton Hall University, class of 1985. My great pleasure to be back with you today. The purpose of our show, Thank God for Monday, is to inspire you, our audience, to take personal responsibility for your professional satisfaction. We want to provide you hope, healing, and peace in these unprecedented, turbulent, uncertain times. Motivate you to search deep inside yourself in the quest for fulfillment. Listeners, it's really up to you as to how you utilize the information we provide today. Take full accountability for the decisions you make and the resulting outcomes. And one of the goals of our show, thank God, for Monday is to introduce role models. Role models of people who take very bold steps in their work lives. This is a very special time as we are getting toward the last week of June, which is National DJ Month. And as such, we are honored today to have with us not one, but two very, very special guests. Their names are Kayla Fonseca, station manager right here at WSOU, and Joseph Nardone, program director right here at WSOU. Great morning and welcome to Thank God for Monday, Kayla and Joey. Good morning, hello. Good morning, Brigitte, how are you? Very, very good, and hope both of you are doing great as well. But it's really important to learn a little bit more about each of you. So would you be so kind, Joey, first, and then Kayla, share with us a little bit about yourselves, please. Yeah, so growing up, I've always been interested in music. My parents owned a record store and a music school, and I was growing up in that uh, surrounding area the entire time. So music was kind of ingrained in me my whole life. So ending up working at the college radio station was actually a huge part of why I went to Seton Hall. So I, I play multiple instruments. Uh, I listen to a lot of music and uh, I, I listen to a different variety of music. So I've been listening to music for a while and uh, it just seemed right to keep moving in as I keep going. Oh, that's awesome. Kayla, how about yourself? I joined WSU because I just wanted to realize how a radio station works, the behind the scenes of it all. Um, so I am a fan of some of the music we play, and I've gotten used to uh, a lot of the music we play during regular rotation. So I just wanted to see how a radio station really worked, and I've come to like the music through that. Wow, oh, that's absolutely awesome. Now, Kayla, you said you're studying abroad in Italy. What motivated you to do this? How's the experience so far? So I know people who have studied abroad in the past and they always said it was a great experience and they've usually gone for whole semesters, but I knew I couldn't leave home for that long. So I've been here for almost a month now and I'm studying digital photography, which is another passion of mine. And I thought what better place to do it than such a historic place like Florence. Mm, oh, what a beautiful, beautiful place. No doubt about that. Now, it's very, very interesting, Joey, because you touched upon this, but I'd like to peel the onion just a little bit more. Uh, was it WSOU that really helped draw both of you to attend Seton Hall? Joey, share with us a little bit more, please, and then Caleb. For me, definitely. Uh, so I'm a visual and sound media major, and I want to either do uh, television broadcasting or radio broadcasting. 
And when I was touring Seton Hall, I was in a bunch of different schools at first. And I came to the radio station at Seton Hall during the tour. And I was like, oh, I got to work here. Um, yeah, I saw the TV studio and every college has an impressive TV studio. But I don't think it, like the Seton Hall students like really need to realize that WSU is a special place. And this is like a professional radio station just on the campus of Seton Hall. Wow. Kayla, your thoughts, please. So I didn't know about WSU until maybe two weeks into being already a student at Seton Hall. Um, I came in, I was a class of 2020 in high school, so I came in like the COVID year. So I didn't tour Seton Hall before coming in or anything. The first moment I stepped on campus was for classes. And so I sort of figured out about WSU through like involvement fairs and things like that, like club fairs. And I became interested and signed up for it. And I kind of had forgotten that I had signed up for it. And I just got a random email telling me to join a Zoom call to do the AP class. And I was thought, oh, I don't remember signing up for this, but sure. And I did it anyway. And here we are. <laughs> That's amazing. Did I just hear you came to Seton Hall sight unseen? Share with us, please, about the inner workings. How does WSOU really work? Yeah, it's pretty interesting. Um, if you think no one's behind the board uh, and you're listening to the airwaves, there probably is someone there. Um, it's, uh, it's very interesting, especially on weekends. Um, we run these shows on CDs that uh, we burn them on the CDs. And we have someone in the booth, like changing the CDs for each of these shows on Saturdays and Sundays. And then obviously when DJs are on air, they're there. There's, a, there's sometimes a couple people in the booth. There's assistant producers, which help the DJs. And then in another room, we have the newscasters on the 30 minutes, on the 20 and the 50, we have news. And they're in a separate studio. And it's kind of a, a fun thing that the DJs and newscasters learn how to do is there's a window in between them, like a couple windows. And you're like waving down, like you're waving your arms like crazy, trying to get the attention of the newscaster. Like, hey, you're going on soon. Um, so that's always a fun game to play. Uh, but there's, there's a lot of like small stuff when you are DJing. Like you have to make sure we have a bunch of logs. There's a lot of legal requirements that we have to take care of. Um, so it's not just like, oh, I'm going on the radio, going to talk about this, and then I'm going to go listen to the music. There's a lot going on in the background. Wow. So now 89.5 FM being over the air, I guess there's what we would call FCC regulations. Is that what you were referring to, Kayla? Maybe you can expand a little bit more about those FCC regulations, please. Right. So like any FM station, we have FCC regulations that we follow, and then we have our own WSOU um, mission that aligns with the Seton Hall Catholic mission that all of our programming goes through, whether that's uh, music or news or specialty programming or specialty shows, everything follows those guidelines. And another thing I don't think people realize is that it's completely student run. We have three professional staff members who guide us and help us whenever we need it. But in terms of running the station, in terms of making real decisions, it is all students. Wow. So the metal format, if you will, that's a decision of the students. And if you wanted to change that, the students would decide. Essentially, yes. <laughs> wow, that's amazing. And it's so impressive how you mentioned WSOU is not uh, on the sideline, if you will. You're very much aligned with the Catholic mission of 
Seton Hall University, the Catholic University of New Jersey, and everything you do is very much in step with the university uh, and uh, Setonia, et cetera, et cetera. That is so wonderful, uh, no doubt about it. What makes WSOU so very special? I think Kayla already touched upon it, but we are pretty much completely student-run. And even though we are student-run college radio, we are treated like a Class A radio station uh, which means we have we have a we have a good amount of listeners. Um, we broadcast into the greater New York City area, all five boroughs. We broadcast into, and I think what makes it so special is that we have a unique format of what we play, and also we also have a unique way we're set up. We're also a Catholic school, and we follow that mission completely. And I, it, it's like a, the perfect storm to make something very interesting. And so we're all students, we're all following the Catholic mission, and we're also playing like the modern active rock format. Um, And we're broadcasting into New York City. And uh, I think it's just, it made the perfect storm for something excellent to happen. As you probably know, Joey and Kayla, I live in beautiful Brooklyn Heights. And WSOU comes and clears a bell there. And what's so awesome, I've driven through Queens, I understand the Bronx, certainly Staten Island, Manhattan. You are reached, we are reached in all five boroughs. And actually, selfishly, that's one of the reasons many guests want to come on Thank God for Monday, because of that reach uh, into New York City. And what's very, I find, amazing is that, do I understand correctly, WSOU is the heavy metal station in New York. There's really no other station that plays this music. You have this great niche audience who loves us very much naturally and is very faithful listenership to WSOU. Do I understand that correctly? I mean, I would say we're the best heavy metal station ever, but. uh, (laughs) I I certainly can't refute that. That's for sure. Uh, That's that's particularly the reason that, I mean, this format started in the 80s is because there was a hole in the market for it and it needed to be filled. And the students felt that WSU was the right place to do that. And so I feel like definitely we have our listenership. We grow with our listenership. Now, both of you, if you don't mind me saying, are in a bit of the rarefied air, as we like to say here in Brooklyn, the station manager, the program manager. And these are C-level executive positions here. Can I assume that you just didn't join in these positions? You kind of had to work your way up? Uh, is there a, a usual progression by which a student like both of you, you know, reaches a leadership position? Yeah, so uh, you definitely don't start at the highest level. Um, so you come in and usually for your first, the fall semester of your freshman year, you are an assistant producer. So you're kind of just observing um, and you are uh, in the booth with the DJ. You see how they do the work. So you help them do the giveaways. You help answer the phones. But other than that, yeah, it's not too hands off, but you're not doing too much. And then you can newscast, that's the next step. And then overnight DJ. Uh, and overnight DJing is the part where a lot of people uh, get, get uh, turned away sometimes. So to, to get your DJ clearance, we want to ensure that our DJs know how to properly use all the equipment and uh, properly understand the music that we're playing And so we do from either 12 to three in the morning or three to six in the morning. 
uh, shifts for the DJs that uh, it's kind of, it's limited access to what they can do on air, but uh, they are pretty much DJing, but also not DJ, like they're, uh, they don't have full access to everything and they're just learning all the equipment. And actually I'm the person who, if there's a problem, I get the call. Uh, so I've had a couple calls at uh, 3, 4 a.m. or 6 a.m. or 2 a.m. being like, Joey, the system just crashed. What do I do? <laughs> and I'm either, I, I either walk them through it or sometimes I have to make my way over there, which is uh, always part of the fun. But after overnight DJing, uh, you are eligible to take your DJ test and then you can become a regular on-air DJ. Joey, why don't you expand a little bit more about the program director role and then Kayla, naturally, we want to hear all about what the great station manager does. Yeah, so as programming director, I'm pretty much in charge of everyone who has to go on air. Um, so I am required for a quality control of DJs. Um, and then we also have specialty programming. So from 6 to 8 p.m., 6 a.m. to 8 p.m., we have our regular rotation. That's what we call. And then from 8 p.m. to 12 in the morning, we have specialty programming. So that's where we have specialty shows. Like we have a new music show. We have an indie show. We have uh, different subgenres of metal. We have, those have different shows. We have, uh, we have a lot, an 80s show, a 70s show. So we have a lot of variety for our specialty shows uh, so that if you don't love what we regularly play, we have some people that will just tune in for certain specialty shows. Kayla, tell us all about this great station manager role. So just like Joey said, I mean, getting professional experience and being a professional while you're in college is the name of the game at WSOU. And so as station manager, I am in charge of all staff as well as all of the student managers, which are nine, including myself. And so I just basically am the liaison between regular staff and professional staff or three professional staff members. Anything that needs to go through the school as well comes through me and I'll pass it on to the regular staff members um, in terms of like staff meetings and things like that. I organize all that and I just make sure things are, are running smoothly. <laughs> way. Now, as we said before, National DJ Month, the month of June, you both are in the rarefied air, these key leadership positions. What are some of your key expectations of disc jockeys right there at WSU? Yeah, so uh, some of the expectations we have are um, being able to speak clearly uh, on air and also being able to uh, handle yourself appropriately not only on air, but in the professional setting of WSOU. Uh, so like we said, yeah, WSU is a professional setting and we wanna handle it that way. Um, so we wanna have to make sure that we have a professional style of how we interact with each other um, on air and off air. Also, um, we want you to have some knowledge of the music. So that's why we do the overnights is Usually on the overnight, you pick up like, oh, I like this band or I like this song. And then when you finally can DJ, you can talk about that on air. Um, and there are certain there are certain skills then that you can develop as you continue DJing that you get better at. There's hitting the post, which is talking over the intro of a song before any of the words kick in. Um, and that's like, a, that's the sign of somebody who's really picking it up is if they start hitting the post, that's like, a, that's the sign that, oh, these, they're really getting, getting good at it. Do I perceive there are some, some rules of the road, WSOU, do they have some ground rules for DJs, if you will? 
So, yeah, I mean, as we mentioned before, we follow all FCC guidelines as well as Seton Hall guidelines, where obviously there are things you can't speak about on air. And so we go through that with them, and those are things that they need to follow. We don't talk about other types of music on air because our listeners are here because they want to listen to this type of music and they want to hear us talking about this type of music. So if we go to present shows, which is where WSU is basically the main promoter of a certain band's playing one of the stops on their tour. So it'll say WSU presents Beartooth. And we'll go to that show and we can take a few staff members and we'll take a, a whole bunch of merchandise and we'll be able to give it away to, to, to people at the show. And so if you go to that show and you have a great time and you really liked the, their set and then you're playing Beartooth the next morning, you can talk about your time and like how the show went and I really liked when the drummer did this. And it's just, you get a lot of different opportunities to talk about different things. And so we like to keep that. Uh, as a, like a really focal point in in DJing, talking about the music and being able to relate to the listeners. Is it true that some bands have actually come back years later and said, we got our start at WSOU. Thank you for what you've done for us. Yeah, there have been a couple of bands. That's That's been some pretty, that's like really cool. We have these like big sheets. So we have a lot of bands in studio. We haven't been able to have many bands in the actual physical studio because of the pandemic for a while, but we just actually started that back up again not too long ago. The past couple of months, we've been slowly rolling in some bands. We've had the bass player, one band come in. We've had uh, some bands for our local show come in. So I think we're finally rolling that back into what it used to be because we have these giant banners on the walls, like 25 feet by eight feet. And they're just signed like floor to ceiling of bands who've been in the studio previously. And we have like four of those banners. Um, it's, it's really like some of the banners are just like folded up in storage now because we don't have wall space for it. Um, so that's a really cool part about WSU is that uh, not only are we like student run and all that, but we also have respect in the community that we are in through the bands. I'd be curious, I believe our listeners would be as well. Are there a couple of skills or competencies that you seek in a disc jockey when you're training them, when you're bringing them along, or even when you're hiring, looking for someone to come into the station, even as an early freshman? So I think something that's unique about WSU is that we train everybody and it takes a, it takes a process to get to being in front of the board and speaking on air during the day and being able to talk to listeners about the metal music. You, I mean, Anybody can join WSU. There's no major requirement. You don't have to be a freshman. You can be any grade level. You can be a nursing major. You can be whatever you want as long as you are willing to come into the station and learn. And so because it's a process, because you start out as an assistant producer and then you work your way up and you develop your on-air cadence in newscasting and then you learn the equipment, they learn. And being an assistant producer really helps in learning how you want your DJing style to be because you're sitting there for two hours watching your DJ go on every 10 to 15 minutes and what they're talking about and how they're saying things and the little quirks they have when they talk about giveaways or a tagline that they always say, which Joey has one, but <laughs> there are just certain things that you pick up from the different steps you take. And I think that's what really helps develop a DJ like we don't have to look for anything they have it already within them and it just takes a little bit to come out Joey uh, Kayla 
What does National DJ Month mean to both of you? Yeah, so a big thing that I like whenever I'm DJing is when people either like call or text in. I know people, I know some DJs don't like that, but I love it when people, like I have a couple uh, listeners now that whenever I'm on, they're like, hey, DJ Rocco, like what's going on? And I love that part because that like really makes it feel like a community more than just like I'm talking to the wall. And I, I can I can picture these people in my head that I'm speaking to these people when I'm going on air. Um, so I think DJ month is like, just appreciate uh, the person behind the board and don't be afraid to send them a text or a call and uh, just see what's going on. Cause uh, you're in that booth for a long time. It gets a little lonely in there sometimes, but uh, also like DJ month for me is uh, something where, uh, you know, we're not heroes of the world. Uh, we're playing music and talking about it on air, uh, but it's something fun to do. And I think that uh, uh, you should be willing to reach out. And uh, that's, yeah, that's what I'm going for. Kayla, how about you? What does this great month of June, DJ month, mean to you? Yeah, so like Joey said, I love playing requests. I love getting calls from listeners telling me that they've been listening for the past 15 years. And every morning on their way to work, this is what they listen to. And the moment they get to their desk, they turn on their radio and it's 89.5. And that's what I love hearing from people because you're sitting there and you're putting on music and it's 630 in the morning and you don't know what's going on anymore. And then you get that call and you're like, okay, this is why I'm doing this. Um, but we do have our regulars who always call in or text in people who listen from what seems like six in the morning to midnight they're always texting always calling us and so i just love hearing from those people and it really shows that you know what we're doing has a real impact and if one person were to miss their shift or one person were to switch with somebody else you would get a text message saying like where's dj rocco where's lady k where are they are they okay and it's so funny how they they recognize us even just we're on once a week and they're like, hey, it's Wednesday one to four, where are they? <laughs> wow, it seems like you've done a beautiful job, both of you in your leadership positions, not only building a family of WSOU staffers, you built a family of WSOU listeners. And our world today is in such desperate need of family, of community. You're filling a great, great void for literally thousands of people, uh, no doubt about it. We've got two very, very special guests with us today, Kayla Fonseca and Joey Nardone. We're celebrating National DJ Month. So we're going to go over the 30-minute mark because we have the approval of uh, two very, very key people here at WSOU uh, to do that. We've just talked about some of the biggest rewards to being a DJ. Are there any challenges in being a disc jockey? Joe, help us, Joey, help us out. Any challenges you want to share first? I mean, definitely. Um, a lot of our shifts aren't at the most convenient times. I mean, especially there's overnighting, which is its own uh, beast to take on. Uh, but then um, we have, you know, the radio day starts at six in the morning. Um, and so we have one of our shifts is six to 10 in the morning. Wow. And, and that is, that's actually one of our most popular shifts of like when people are listening because people are driving into work. And that's when most people listen to the radio is in their cars. Um, and so we get a lot of callers, we get a lot of texts um, during that time, but it's also college kids trying to wake up at 6 a.m., um, which isn't the easiest at many points. Uh, now, there are challenges for me with my position that not all DJs have. Um, so I don't have to get too, too in depth with that. 
But I think uh, a hard thing for DJs is trying to stay on focus for the long period of time that they're going to be on air. Um, You know, sometimes people call in and you'll get like some complaints and that could discourage you. Um, But then sometimes uh, you get calls and people are like, oh, I love like you're doing great. So it really it just depends on the day. And yeah, I think you have to be in the right mood for it, too. Uh, The music's a little heavy. And if you're like, if you're not in like the, up, if you're not like ready to go, it'll catch you off guard and you'll be like, oh man, like I gotta do this again today. Um, but I think uh, it has ups and downs, but uh, other than that, I think it's a mostly rewarding position. Oh, that sounds great. And thank you for bringing those challenges to the table. Mila, how about for you? What do you see as some of the challenges? So like Joey said, I think it's quite a time commitment to be at WSU not even just being a staff member, you have about a two, three hour long shift a week. And then being a student manager, even an assistant manager, it requires quite a bit of, of time. But I think what the the second side to that coin is that this offers so much real life experience and putting WSU down on your resume opens up doors just that alone, just the name WSU. And our alumni network is so extensive and they have just had so many great opportunities at the largest companies you can think of. And so it does take a lot of work, but the doors that open for for you come graduation are, you can't put a price on that. We're gonna talk about career in just a moment, but I do wanna ask one important question in between. What would you say each of you, the most important lesson you have learned at WSOU because if I understand correctly, yes, the DJ, everything is very important, the service to WSOU in the community, but it's also a learning experience. Is there one great lesson, very valuable lesson, Joey, you and Kayla have learned? I mean, uh, I've learned so much from WSOU, uh, just from the broadcasting side of what I wanna do and learning equipment and how to handle myself professionally. But I think the the best thing WSOU uh, has done for me is how I can treat myself in a professional environment. And I'm, I'm, I'm in a workplace environment, um, a professional workplace environment in the industry that I want to work in at college. Um, so I have, I'm, I'm three steps ahead of everyone else that just graduates college because we are a professional station that is uh, run by students. Wow. Kayla? Right. And I think that WSU has just showed me, it really showed me what I want to do with my life because I'm a journalism major and journalism has a lot of avenues these days, but the typical one is, you know, you're writing, you're writing for a newspaper, you're writing for an online outlet. There's some sort of that's involved, right? Writing and doing things like that. And WSU has just showed me that broadcasting and working in visual and sound media, that is something I would really like to go into. And I wouldn't have figured that out had I not joined WSU, um, as well as just the different departments we have working in, working with the sports department has allowed me to photograph the WSU, the Seton Hall athletics games, which was not an opportunity I had before. And that helped me grow in that craft. And so, it's really, it's all the, the departments, not just working behind the scenes, not just the music, not just the managerial role. It's been everything. Wow. Both of you are learning so, so much uh, in your tenure and giving back so much as well. As St. Francis said, it isn't giving 
that we receive, both of you are giving and receiving as well. Now, let's talk a little bit more about career, because if I perceive correctly, and you've talked somewhat about this already, your time at SAU is really helping to shape you for your career. Joey and Kayla, did you want to add anything to what you've shared already regarding that? Yeah. Um, so one thing that is really big about WSU is our alumni network. Uh, we have a very, very large and dedicated alumni network. Um, and we've done many events with our alumni uh, that people, I mean, there are, I mean, WSU is now have a very long history, just like Seton Hall, but WSU's alumni seems much more connected to WSOU rather than Seton Hall. Um, and that is because, like me, me and Kayla, we've put a lot of time and a lot of hours into this place, but also we've had a lot of fun and we realize that it's given us a lot of experiences. Um, so honestly, like looking at career paths, I can see myself going in eight different directions already. And there are 20 different alumni that I can go talk to that are in those positions all separately. And so I think that WSU, uh, when shaping career, opens doors more than anything else. One of the things that was just so rewarding for me uh, approximately four years ago on the night when our beloved Professor Stanley P. Kazakowski was inducted into the WSOU Hall of Fame. They had this huge banquet and there were just hundreds of people there. And that connection, that family uh, of alumni at WSU was, was really wonderful. Kayla, how about you? Anything you'd like to share further on this? Yeah, so like Joey mentioned, I think anybody you talk to at WSU, if you ask them, any staff member, if you ask them what they want to do, sometimes I'll have a clear cut answer. Like we have, we currently have a staff member who's going into law school, two staff members going into law school after they graduate. And WSU was just fun for them these past four years. And then you have people who are like, well, I've been doing news, I've done music, I've done sports, I've worked in this department, I've worked in this department, I can really go into anything. And I think that's really what makes it special as well. Also, our alumni network is so willing to give back. I mean, I've sat down with alumni who I've told them, you know, I want to go into maybe sports photography. And the next time I see him, he's like, well, I've spent hours looking for internships for you. And, you know, I haven't found anything yet, but I am going to look farther further. And then like, I'll text you. I'm like, okay, like, thank you so much. <laughs> and wow. they're just so dedicated to helping and giving back. Also just... We have an, an alumni shift from 8 to 12, 9 to nine 12, to 12. <laughs> on Saturdays. Thank you, programming director. Uh, 9 to 12 on Saturdays, that is solely for alumni. And we send out the sign up and it gets filled within an hour maybe of the entire summer will be filled of people have just signed up and then people will message us and be like, I didn't get to sign up. When is the next one coming out for the fall semester? And it's June. And we're like, oh, okay, thank you so, so much for your interest. We'll send it out. We'll let you know. This and is just, amazing. So, I'm incredible. sorry, is this 9 to 12 at night or in the morning? At night. At night. Wow. So you have alums come back and DJ. Would they necessarily have had to work at WSU as a student? Is that what you mean, the WSU alums? Or? Yes. Yeah, okay. But still, wow, it's really, really incredible. No doubt about that. Now, I have a feeling we've got some listeners out there, some who may have their college degrees already or some very, very young just uh, starting out in high school. And they now, especially since hearing both of you, uh, they 
They want to become DJs. Any advice you might have for anyone who is thinking about putting the toe into the water or jumping in the deep end of the DJ pool, if you will? Yeah, I mean, I know, especially here at WSAU, we're a, we're a very accepting bunch. Um, like Kayla's mentioned, we don't care what major you're in. We don't care what year you are. If you want to come to WSU, the door is always open. Um, and so don't be afraid to come up to one of us and say, hey, how's it going? <laughs> like, can I join WSU? And the answer is always going to be yes. Um, so don't be afraid to reach out. It's honestly, I th- the thing I've seen of people that want to join WSU that has prohibited them is themselves. Is that they're like, oh, it's a big time commitment. I don't know. Or I don't know if I'd be good at it. And you know, no one's good at it at the start. You know, like if you, uh, sometimes I recorded my first DJ shift and I listened to it back. I listened to it back the one time not too long ago. And I was like, wow, I hope. <laughs> and, and I was like, I, I better record my most recent one and I compare. And I was like, oh, geez. Uh, so, you know, it's, it's also a great place where WSU is a professional environment. But you also have to realize we are college kids learning. Um, so there is that room for error. And if you don't make a mistake, then that's probably a problem. Um, because this is the place where you have to make mistakes. Uh, or else when you, make, when you go in, into the real, the real world, um, uh, you're going to make mistakes and, you know, you're not going to have the same uh, loose leash as you do here at WSOU. Listeners, sadly, once again, we're out of time. But before we leave, it's important we close with a prayer for all of our DJs. So we say, Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women. Blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Our Lady of Brooklyn, please pray for all DJs. Listeners, sadly, once again, we're out of time. Greg saying our hope and prayer is that when you wake up on Monday morning, just like Joey and Kayla do, you'll say, thank God for Monday.